You can view video and resources about important math topics, everyday math topics that your child might need to know as they move through elementary school and junior high school. You can visit us on our YouTube channel, at Black and Education. That's youtube.com slash at Black and Education. Phyllis Wheatley was the first African-American to publish a book of poetry in the colonies. She lived before, during, and through the American Revolution, from about 1753 to 1784. Her story began in Africa, where she was born. She was kidnapped when she was just seven or eight years old and placed on a slave ship. Imagine what it must have been like for her to be captured at such a young age and taken, probably by grown men, aboard a slave ship to America. She was put on a slave ship, the Phyllis, and experienced the middle passage through the eyes of a child. About 25% of the enslaved Africans on that ship died before the boat reached New England. She arrived in Massachusetts in July of 1761 and was purchased by John and Susanna Wheatley. John Wheatley was a merchant in Boston. They named her after the slave ship she was brought on, and their last name, Wheatley, was adopted. So she eventually became known as Phyllis Wheatley in her writings. Phyllis showed an interest in writing early, and the Wheatley supported her talents. She did not receive a formal education, but the support the family gave her in literature, Latin, and the Bible helped her develop. She was able to do what many women were not able to do in the 1770s. She became an author. John Wheatley wrote in a letter dated November 14, 1772, of her talents and abilities. He said, Phyllis was brought from Africa to America in the year 1761, between seven and eight years of age, without any assistance from school education, and by only what she was taught in the family, she, in 16 months' time from her arrival, attained the English language, to which she was an utter stranger before, to such a degree as to read any of the most difficult parts of the sacred writings, to the great astonishment of all who heard her. As to her writing, her own curiosity led her to it, and this learned in so short a time that in the year 1765, she wrote a letter to the Reverend Mr. Oakham, the Indian minister, while in England. Phyllis Wheatley also studied Latin, and by the time she was about 14 years old, she published her first poem in a Rhode Island newspaper, the Newport Mercury, entitled On Messrs. Hussey and Coffin, in 1767. Phyllis also wrote poems about famous religious and colonial figures of that time. Her letter and poem to George Washington drew a response from him of thanks and respect for her talents. She often wrote poems or elegies about prominent leaders who died. This was a brilliant move by her, since poems of this nature written by a woman in slavery in the 1700s might generate a good deal of interest and attention. For instance, she wrote a work entitled, an elegiac poem on the death of that celebrated, divine, and eminent servant of Jesus Christ, the Reverend and Learned Mr. George Whitefield. George Whitefield was a well-known Methodist minister who traveled through and to the American colonies. He was also the personal chaplain of a countess in England, the Countess of Huntington, Selina Hastings. Mrs. Hastings, after this poem, took a personal interest in Phyllis. In 1773, Phyllis traveled to London with the Wheatley son, hoping to meet Mrs. Hastings but they were unable to meet in person. Mrs. Hastings did, however, support Phyllis, and in September of 1773, she helped Phyllis publish her first book, Poems on Various Subjects, Religious and Moral. This became the first published book of poetry by an African-American in the colonies, and the friends she made in England encouraged John Wheatley to free Phyllis later on that year. Phyllis Wheatley did not become a rich woman, and her second volume of poetry was never published. She married John Peters, a free African-American man, and they had three children, two of whom died early in life. 
Phyllis Wheatley left a legacy of erudition and dedication that should be remembered by children today.